Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Life is all about those pivotal moments, those big life changes when we ask ourselves, why didn't somebody tell me this? I'm TV host and journalist Abby Huntsman. My best pal, comedy writer, and media producer Lauren Leeds and I are going to bring you conversations with some of the most impactful people of our time to learn their life lessons. We'll pull back the curtain on their biggest transitions, how their reality is probably far less perfect than it might appear. And of course, what they wish somebody had told them back when. Check out I Wish Somebody Told Me anywhere you listen to podcasts. We release new episodes every week. Vanderpump Rules to Motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Hello. 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 <laughs> hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. We are getting into some shenanigans with Brock's mom today. Diane, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for doing this. You're welcome. First podcast? First podcast. Wow. We're just popping your mom's cherry left and right. First festival. First <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. Bad analogy. Thanks for that visual. <laughs> I'm here too, guys. I can't <laughs> let these two go out of podcast and not have me kind of be the mediator. Well, well, now we're all we're all sitting down together. We had your sisters on the pod last week, but everyone requested, and I also wanted to do this too. They're like, "But you have to get Brock's mom on." I was like, "Oh no, this is going to be a separate episode where just the three of us sit down and you know maybe get to know you a little better." Yeah, I really thought I was going to get out of this. No. <laughs> well, okay. Can I can I speak in terms? <clears throat> of of what to expect from this conversation okay. just before we go. So the fun joke in the family is I'm the youngest of five. And as we get to the younger ones, <clears throat> kind of like the first kid you take care of, like, you, you know? Yeah. And the second one, you're like, ah, oh, you're right. And the third one's like, hey, first one, take care of the third one. Yeah. So if you continue that trend <laughs> down, down the bottom there's the fifth one. Uh-huh. So I'm just going to, I feel like stories could be mixed. So I'll interject mm. if I feel like I'm, and my, maybe mum can set the record straight for me. Okay. Yeah, perfect. 
or she might have forgotten and get it all mixed up with which kid. Exactly. That's, <laughs> and that is, that is the bigger one. It's there just was, the mix-up. There was a photo you sent me. I had asked you for pictures of Brock as a kid. And yeah. you sent me a photo and I showed him and he goes, I don't think that's me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that happens. But sometimes when I look at it, yeah, they think it's not them and it may be. Yeah, he was like, that, that's not me as a baby. But I mean, it was like a newborn photo. So it's like you might have looked exactly like that's both why, your brothers. That's why like when I look at my baby book, I, I, we went through it and we're like, mom, half of these photos aren't even me. <laughs> But at least she's got photos of somebody. You know, I think I think a lot of them are you because yeah. I'm very careful with like the baby born ones. They put little hearts on the bassinet mm-hmm. when the babies are born. So you definitely didn't have a pink one. So See? yeah, but that's that's one photo that she gets away with. Like this is a photo album. I'm telling you, we've well, gone through Well, as you get older, we could tell which one you are, honey. That's why it shouldn't be the mistake. But when you're the fifth <laughs> kid, it becomes a mistake. <laughs> I you mean, were pretty identifiable when you were a little bit like twos and threes. Five, you were the, you were the only blondie. Five kids. I, and that's so crazy. Like all of those pictures of him when he was little, so blonde. Yep. A little, little bam bam. bam. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh my God. Totally. <laughs> that's another bam, Halloween bam. costume we could do. But we've got so many Halloweens to get through. But we've got plenty of ideas and they're going to keep rolling in. Yep. He Definitely. had that little blonde haircut. Definitely bam bam. Oh, Totally true. <laughs> well, before we get stuck into questions, can I ask mum a question then? We're on the podcast. Yeah. Did I, when I was, when we had our first house, mum, and where did we live in? Temple View. There was a balcony on the second level. Correct. With no barrier around it. Mm, probably what you remember. Because <laughs> we were building it, right? Yeah. Probably what you remember is we had ranch lighter doors that went out to no balcony. Yeah, they just went out to like shoop, down to the second to ground. To a clear drop. And yeah. They, yeah, big drop. And there was. I jumped off that, didn't I? I don't know whether you called jumped or whether you just decided you thought there was something out there and you decided to go out there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just <laughs> decided to go outside for a little stroll from the second story. I think we're pretty I lucky remember, because what you landed on was a nice soft patch of grass. Yeah, it was grass. The, because it was actually cut out further, like a three feet out. Yeah, so it was and a you ledge. could have gone a lot further. I remember that. I do remember that. Me and my brothers, we used to jump off just for fun. Wow. We just, <laughs> and then walk back upstairs and do it again. Oh and mum would have heart attacks. And then, and then dad, this, yeah. is, this is what I remember from that house, mum. Dad had a, uh, a flying fox from the old big tree up top. Yep. And he made a flying fox across the, the cul-de-sac. So it went around the, the round, what do you call the cul-de-sac? Cul-de-sacs? Yeah, cul-de-sac. And it went around that end. And when there was no one else living at the end of the street, we used to just rock that. Yeah. I think we fell off that a few times. It was a massive pine tree, yeah, and the whole trunk of it was huge. Actually, I've got photos of Brock and his sister mm-hmm. where yes, Brock's handing some little flowers <laughs> to his sister, which was a pose shot that I tried to get, and it came out adorable. But that was the tree trunk Aww. that the flying fox went on. Yeah, I remember that photo. the neighbor's have, kids have, used to Yeah, come. we always used to play on that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, i got it. one more question. We've got a lot of questions. We've got plenty. Oh, okay. i got one more one for Mum. When I was with Dad... Did I fall out of the car one time sitting on his briefcase? I don't believe that was you. One of, <laughs> one of you one did. One of the kids fell okay, out of the car. Sure. Okay, if one of us did, it was 100% me because I remember. It could have been. Like, I don't know how this happened, but I sat on my you dad's. You fell bo- out of the car. Dad turned the right corner and for some reason it was in front he of the hospital. He was leaning on a handle or something. Yeah, I wasn't and the door opened him. up. No seatbelt, no car seat. Well, we don't know what happened there, but <laughs> I was know, sitting on sure. the briefcase and I opened up the door and I fell out of the car, but I landed on the briefcase until it stopped and then I fell off. Until like oh. the briefcase finally stopped momentum and bit 
and caught on the gravel or whatever the pavement. And Actually, it was yeah, I think it was you. Yeah, <laughs> Beth Ken, it, it happens. Beth but Ken. lucky for me, I was not there. And yes, when Dad, Dad got home and I heard about mm-hmm. it, boy, did he cop it. Oh, I bet. <laughs> it's funny. I just <laughs> fell out of the car. It was not funny. Wow. Because those are the days when they had the doors, handles that were like little levers, you know, where they – I can't explain them, but oh, like like little airplane little lever things, like little, like you like those doors. Yeah, yeah, and they just lever down. Uh huh. And yeah, he just lent on it, and it wasn't locked. And yeah, I don't know what kind of seatbelt your father decided he wasn't putting you in. Well, first but- off, door handles and cars shouldn't be lent on to open up. Like yeah. <laughs> things to the nineteen nineties. I'm glad we've made some some progress. progress. Bloody hell! Wow. Yeah, I've had a good yeah. one. I got plenty. I think I've got plenty of questions and stories, but I guess I'll hand it over to you, honey. Yeah. Well, we have so many questions that came in from. The listeners, some that I came up with. I want to talk about what you do for a living. But before we get into all of these questions, I just need to take a little break to talk to my listeners about PhD. Okay, so I didn't want to have Brock's mom listen to this one, but I wanted to take a minute to talk to all of my ladies out there about something that is important, and that is vaginal health. Now, I feel like this is something that's a bit taboo. There's a stigma around talking about these type of things, but this is something important. And I mean, look, I've had some friends who have told me some stories about when a guy went down on them and they weren't so fresh down there. And let's just say the night didn't end well and people felt uncomfortable. So I think especially not even just my single ladies, but all of my sexually active ladies, you got to keep your lady bits fresh if you know what I'm talking about. Now, PhD offers trustworthy feminine care products that actually work. Like if you have feminine issues, I mean, you want a solution immediately. Another thing I love about PhD is they are a woman owned business. So I think it's important that females support other females. You know, PhD is the number one doctor recommended brand of boric acid vaginal suppositories. Now, boric acid is a natural compound found in seawater, and it has been recommended by doctors for decades as a safe, holistic alternative. PhD offers a variety of holistic over-the-counter products, including their two new products, PhD Boric Acid Sensitive Foam Wash, the only boric acid foam wash on the market, and their PhD Boric Acid Moisturizing Suppositories, which are a holistic solution for vaginal odor while moisturizing your vagina. Both are now available on Amazon and at Target. PhD believes that vaginal care is crucial to your overall well-being. Register now at phdfeminineHealth.com slash win to receive a free summer gift basket, which contains cruelty-free deluxe size beauty and lifestyle products, a retail value of over $100, plus a $500 Visa gift card. Go to phdfeminineHealth.com slash win. Also get 20% off all products right now. Use code Sheena at phdfeminineHealth.com slash win code Sheena and that's S-C-H-E-A-N-A. Okay, we're back. So Diane, I have learned a lot about you this trip and that's that you have worked in so many different fields of work. I found out you used to do makeup, like so many things that you've done. So can you kind of walk us through some of 
the careers you've done and to what you do now. And I think, Mum, for that, like, talk about the cat- like the areas, the departments you worked in, because I'll tell you what, you took a shift halfway through this and it's absolutely awesome. <laughs> well, gosh, where do I start? Basically, being a mum, you kind of take shifts that work in with the family and the children. Mm-hmm. So to do that, it was jobs that would go with that. So obviously restaurant work, being mm-hmm. this, as you call them, servers. I was a waitress um, and then I worked my way up to be the restaurant manager. So I did that for times, but I used to do double shifts so that I could secure the night shift. So I used to do a lunch shift and then we'd Zoom home, feed the kids and then come back for the night shift. So I did a bit of that. I did cleaning, house cleaning for people with fancy homes that you know, I never could afford to live in at the time. Mm-hmm. So I did that and thoroughly enjoyed that. I had some really good clients because they loved me cleaning their Christmas decorations and making them all sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the favourite favorite right. chores I did. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, makeup, like you said, in the department store that we called Maya. So I worked for a few fragrance companies and cosmetic houses there. Learned probably more so into skincare that I enjoyed the most, but we yeah. we had some fun things with the makeup How as well. What did you do that for? Oh gosh, that one was a big part of it, right? Now that I'm hopeless with dates, you know what I'm like. Same as me. <laughs> <laughs> so I know exactly yeah. what you're like. Yeah. I'm hopeless with dates. You yeah. did that for like, if we can like rough around, that was over ten years. Whenever we moved or whenever we made a change in our life, I had to find a job because you know, the extra income was needed mm-hmm. or it, when I was on my own as a single mum, it was the backup. Yeah. So I had to provide. And if we wanted some extra things in life, that's what I had to do to do it. Mm-hmm. So whatever job was available, I gave it a shot. Yeah. I gave it a go. Yeah. Well, you've done <laughs> so many things. And now. For the last, how long? How long have you got this? Have you been in this new job for this new job? Uh, your your current job. It's been over ten years. Yeah, it's probably coming up fourteen years. Now. So you went from like fifteen years in the hospitality business. Yeah. And then you decided to make a pivot. What do you do now? Well, now. I don't know if you guys don't know this. I'm really proud about this one. Yeah. <laughs> well, how it all started, maybe mm-hmm. I'll go there. Is I was working for a company called Just Jeans, and they have other sidelines as well, like Portman's and Jackie E. And it's a clothing store that specialised obviously in jeans. During that time, a customer used to come in and I worked some pretty full-on hours because I was the manager of the store. But there was a particular lady who used to come in, spend a sizable amount of money, and I thought, I wonder what she does for a job because there's no way my packet as a manager could do that. So we got into conversation one time and she told me she worked the job that I'm in now. And we went through it and she said, well, why don't you apply? So... After a bit of a discussion with her as what they would be looking for, she'd just give it a go. So that's what I did. Gave it a go and thought, well, if I'm any good, they'll accept me once I go through all the, the system that you have to to get, mm-hmm. get interviewed, and etc. Passed and got in. Yeah. So I don't tell everyone what I do. Well, you know, you're about to tell everyone what you do. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people think I was a nurse because of the strange hours that I would do because yeah. I did night shifts, day shifts, split shifts. Yeah, so I... Don't always tell everyone, mostly because a lot of people find it very hard to accept and, you know, have dealings that are not positive dealings. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, That's just because they had to deal with you, so that's their problem, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's face it, it's like any job. There's good people and there's bad people. Yeah. And we have that in, in our trade. So what I do is now I am a prison officer. Yeah. Boom. Bad ass. <laughs> Boom. And so now you know. 
<laughs> well, so, my mom. Don't fuck with Diane, okay? <laughs> <laughs> or her son. I mean, <laughs> let's let's get into that. So we had a lot of questions come in. A lot of people wanted to know how you feel about Brock being on the show and the backlash that he's got. Because I know for my mom, I got backlash. Shut up. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know for my mom in the beginning, it was really hard for her to not comment back to every negative comment on Instagram. So do you read them? How does it affect you? I just want to know as a new mom in this industry, because there's nothing. I literally stalk the pages and I probably read just about every single comment. Oh, no. Oh. And when I do, yeah, it makes me angry. I mm -hmm. want to become the, what do they call it? A warrior? Um, uh, just one of them. Keyboard yeah. warrior. Oh, totally. <laughs> oh, keyboard warrior. I like that. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, but I was warned, mum, hush. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I have learnt over the, over, especially last season, to keep quiet, be quiet. Yeah. And it's, that's been hard because I've seen a lot of comments go up and thought. It's so hard. You don't really know everything, you know, when people make comments. But I've realised, okay, they, they base it on. What they see, what they've seen, yeah, what they've heard, maybe even something from their own past, and that's and I exactly that, mum. Like obviously, yeah, the, my actions are out of line, and we've 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 repented for that pretty much, and we're making up for that. But like you said it that right then, if you just think about it, like you can't react, you can't anticipate how people are going to respond to anything. Correct. And unfortunately, my actions weren't good, so their their response to that was immediate, like potentially they've had gone through this themselves too so uh if i can help you mum all i've learned this year is there's a little thing on your comment section and if it's <laughs> oh we bad, gotta do that to her we can block the yeah, words so you can do two things you can go to your settings and just block keywords right so if people want to say like you know nasty stuff whatever it yeah. is bitch bro yeah. we could edit that out and they, if they comment it then no one will see it but this is my personal favorite because it keeps engagement so if anyone comes to your page mum and wants to tell you say something go to their profile just right click on the three little dots on the top right corner and go restrict a restrict oh, yeah, means that's the best one that they can still type to you they can still get you the engagement but no one is going to read it and they don't see that too so they see themselves being keyboard warriors yeah talking smack but they'll never actually see that well do you know what i've noticed though is okay there might have been the negatives but there's a lot of good ones as well. There is, like this one you right know, here. There's always more good than bad, but for some reason we always get attracted to the negative yeah. and want to want to prove them wrong. When I, I took the approach, I was like, you know what? Negatives yeah. can be there, Yeah. but yeah. I'm going to really make an effort to respond to people that give me positive words and time. Like yeah. this one right <clears throat> here from 50 Shades of JBR, who Ooh. said you raised a fantastic son and also would like to know how are you liking the States? Wow, America, crikeys. America. <laughs> crikeys. <laughs> I have traveled all over the place in the last few weeks. We have been all and over. It. Oh. It's been amazing. It's been mind blowing. It's yeah. mind blowing. I love America. There's just so much energy. It's a vibe. It's it's contra very contrasting from one area to another, you know, from low income to people on the streets. But even they can be really lovely to you. Mm -hmm. So it goes from one extreme to the other, which is kind of baffling and, and hard for us yeah. Yeah. sometimes to see. But it's reality. And as COVID set in, it's everywhere now. It's yeah. in the world. Totally. You know? So it's it's hard. Stacey Chevermont wants to know what are things that we do here that you find weird being 
from Australia. Well, technically, you're from New Zealand, but living in Australia. Being from now. the South. Yeah. The deep South. <laughs> well, for some people, when they want to buy things, they seem to hop on a plane and fly to your state to go and get it. It doesn't seem to be a problem to fly from state to state to state to do things. Whereas in to Australia, to you go from probably. town to town. You don't yeah. go, you don't fly somewhere. Yeah, well, welcome to America. They're commercial airlines, so they just want to fill them up and they'll sell tickets real cheap. Yeah. <laughs> that, and that's amazing. That's amazing, the prices of your tickets here for airlines to be able to travel yeah, it's internally. Good. Yeah. That is brilliant. How much traveling have you done over the world? Well, I've gone to Europe. So mm-hmm. I've done England and France and Italy and Spain. Most of that was on cruises to mm-hmm. to. You know, you do one stop, you sleep the night, and then you get into another port, which was amazing. Yeah, I love that. Probably most of my traveling has been brought about by Brock uh-huh. because Brock's traveled in different places. So if I want to go and see him, <laughs> I've had <laughs> to catch go. a plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the do first you- one was France, and then and then the second <laughs> the second time we traveled, where did we go? I mean, here, I guess, right? Yeah. So I know you know a little French from your time in France, but do you speak any other languages? France. Just, Un petit just a yeah. tad. Well, you know what you could do to improve that French if you would like? What's that? You could check out Babbel. I have heard of that. Yes. Yeah. So I got it when we were in Mexico. I downloaded it because I wanted to work on my Espanol. And Wait, what nationality, honey? I'm, I'm half Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I've got a good app for you. It's called Babbel. <laughs> yeah. So with Babbel, it makes learning a second language a little easier, a little more fun than it was in high school. You know, I mean, I did well in high school, but this app makes it fun. It makes it easy. It's a language learning app that has sold more than 10 million subscriptions. There's an addictively fun and easy way to learning a new language. So whether you're traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time and you want to, you know, spice up your second or third language or you know, more than that. Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. So Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent, or if you ask Brock, your pronunciation. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to the lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash Shay. That's babbel.com slash Shay for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. So yeah, if you know, you want to learn a new language or just spruce up on one you already know back to our questions because we've got so many more why did you just look at me like that and smile i always look at you and smile yeah, you're right but that was like a it's coming what's the next question <laughs> oh i mean it there's a lot of them but the one that i pulled up is from kristen underscore mccollum and she wants to know, how do you cope having your son so far away? She said she would hate being that far away from her mom. That's why you smile. Mm. It kills. Mm. It kills. I and can't I'm not even cry. imagine. <laughs> it is hard. Brock's my baby. And 
he, whenever we have family functions, is the life of our parties. Oh, we know. So, <laughs> so, you know, he was the one that when we'd have the old people, you know, like grandmas and, and aunties and stuff, he would be the one because he's the good-looking boy. He would be the one that would go and get the grannies and the oldies up to dance. Aww. Um, and, and this is in home in the lounge and they would rock and roll and, and he would spoil them. He would absolutely treat them and make their day. And it was such a special event. So, yeah, we miss them big time. I'll get home for these events. I know. we Now that, you know, borders are open and all of that, and now especially since we've opened a line of communication with your kids, I know we need to get back there more. And that was one of the main questions that came in from everyone wants to know if you have a relationship with his other kids at all. I did for a long time. Um, unfortunately, that closed, the door closed. Yeah. And I had hoped that people would come to their senses and so I respected my son and her, mm -hmm. um, the mum of the children, to work it out. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's taken a lot longer than we would all like. We did used to have that contact even after Brock had left, but that reduced and unfortunately yeah. I was able, or fortunately I was able to get other avenues to get photos and information on how the children were. Mm -hmm. But once things happened um, on that side and that was discovered, then I wasn't had no more contact after that, Yeah, unfortunately. Well, I'm hoping after our recent FaceTime with them that, mm -hmm. you know, now that the line of communication is back open, child support is paid off. I cannot say in it full. enough in full. <laughs> Done. I think, I think the biggest one for that was, was when... When I asked them, I was like, okay, how do we confirm? Like, she knows that she got, she got, we paid and made the payment. Mm -hmm. And they were pretty much like, well, Brock, she will get the money directly into her account. Mm -hmm. And so for the whole time, I thought I was repaying back child services. Correct. Yeah. That's but exactly child, what but we child services said to me, she said, no, no, we don't take this money. This money is owed to the parents. Yeah. She's on, she's getting benefits, but this mm -hmm. is the extra that you should be supporting. So when I realized that, I, that, that really just kicked in for me too. And I realized, like, oh, that's like, that's well, I think too, big part of we were given know? false information because we did think that that was well, we, from the government. Yeah. Unfortunately, we, we didn't know I was back. paying child support because I didn't know I was getting claimed for that. Yeah. Because anyway. But now I'm hoping that, you know, we'll be able to start getting out there more often. That yeah. We can travel and the families are all talking. Yeah. The kids that's are doing awesome. great. They're all, home. everything's moving in the right direction. Correct. So, well, mum, just so you know, apparently Eli's just a big boy, tall, big feet, <laughs> and in winter is a little wild child. From the photos that I have, yeah, I can see how much they have grown. Oh yeah, yeah. they, uh, yeah, just beautiful children. Yeah, yeah. we got yeah. so many photos recently, and it's yeah. Your parents awesome. love them. They're doing great. So it's so good. good. To see. So that's good to see. Yeah. Well, speaking of kids, mm -hmm. summer. Mm. What was that moment for you like getting to meet and hold your granddaughter for the first time? Absolutely amazing. She, of course, we FaceTime. Yeah, but it's not but the same. It's not the same. You know, we walked in and I thought I would, you know, I'd see this little chubby bubba. And then realizing how little and petite she was, it mm -hmm. was just amazing. Just she was just a little doll. Alicia and 3086 wants to know, what is your favorite thing to do with Summer? I love watching her interact with her mum and her dad. Probably my favorite was actually tonight. And he's, I've seen it 
several times since we've been there, where he gets her to giggle. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that giggle is it just is the best sound in the uh, entire world. I like her cackle. <laughs> <laughs> She's gotten Rob's cackle down. She doesn't. <laughs> I think you even heard it in the background a little bit on the yep. episode with your sisters. And she he was, was blaming laughing. Sheena. Yeah. And, and I was like, I that's went, not my cackle. That's, that's yours. That's Brooke's cackle. Yeah. <laughs> God. It's so cool that like my favorite part, I know, I know no one asked me this question, but my favorite part about summer <laughs> is like within 24 hours, if you show her something oh. or sooner, she'll She's nail so it. Smart. She is so smart. Like with you with the blush. Sheena was doing her makeup, doing her cheeks. Oh my God, y'all. So <laughs> we're in the hotel for Disneyland. We stayed in Orange County for two nights. And I have Summer sitting on the counter with me and I'm doing my makeup and she's looking at me like, uh, uh, and reaching for the brush. So I give her the brush and it's like a short, fat brush. So I think it was really easy for her to grip. And she just like, puts it to her cheek and like looks at me and like was like, am I doing it right, mom? And then she's like, uh, uh. And I open the blush and she taps the brush in the blush and then is like brushing it like on her cheek and in her hair. Just like she saw that I put something on the brush and she's like, I don't just want it. I want to do the whole thing. I'm like, and I didn't have my camera or my phone and she was sitting on the counter. I'm like, if I Those pick her up, moments. it's not going to be the same. But yeah. it was, oh my God. That was she just, is so it's the same. It it's so the same cute. when I brush her teeth in the morning. So yeah. now she knows that there's toothpaste as well, the, to- the brush. It used to be I just gave her the brush and she'd play with it. And then I put that baby toothpaste on it. Baby yeah. toothpaste, everybody. Everyone's like, ah, you can't give your kid toothpaste. It's like, like, we know. It's, it's Dr. Brown or whatever. It's the baby toothpaste. But it's funny. So now I go there and she'll like turn on the tap, put mm-hmm. her toothbrush under the, the water or her hand because she's really bad at coordination. But at least she gets the memo. Yeah. And then I put the toothbrush on and then she goes for it. And then she starts like moving around and I'll, I'll take over. So that's my favorite thing about Summer is she, always, she just learns and it's so cool to see. And she learns so fast, Oof. like you said, because – she watches everything and then she'll do it. Yeah. There's, yeah. So you're going to have to be very careful what you do and say around her. Oh, <laughs> I know. oh my God. I know. Because when she starts talking, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Oh, that is, yeah. is going to be a big one I have to put myself <laughs> on. But also, honey, yourself included, we have to, that's a, I think that's the biggest lesson I want parents to know. Yeah. Is how you talk to yourself out loud. Yeah. Especially as a mother. Yes. No, I know Your daughter is going to imitate that and understand that that's, and a dad, that that's okay Mm -hmm. to talk to yourself like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we definitely need to be cautious of that for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, my favorite thing, I love when you sing to her. You have songs that I never heard as a kid. So Uh there's like the go-to, you know, like Twinkle Twinkle or whatever. But there's this like a sunshine one that you sing. Oh, good morning, Mary Sunshine. Yeah. I've never heard that that song before. Can you sing it for us? Are you kidding? Well, you karaoke <laughs> last you night. You karaoke last night. Come here with your you, hokey We know you got pipes. <laughs> Good morning, Mary Sunshine. How did you wake so soon? You scared the little birds awake and shined away the moon. Aww. I remember that. Moon. Yeah, the little summer yeah. moon. <laughs> My mom does the skin of marinky dinky dink. And then it's like, oh, that's um, cool. I love you in the morning and in mm-hmm. the afternoon. I love you in the evening and under the summer moon. <laughs> that's, uh, that's cute. Yeah, we do a little remix <laughs> for her. Do you guys know cute. what I sing when I put it down? What? <laughs> what do you sing? I can't believe it. But it is gold? No, I'm in there. <laughs> oh, I'm up there. Like, I'm just I'll like, open no, what, I'm singing freaking um, Star Spangled Banner. But like, I'm kind of. <laughs> I hum that to her. And, mm, it's just my thing. Oh, well. 
She'll love it when she it's hears so, it. It's, I don't know why that comes from it. It's the easiest one. It used to be Pyrus, but that was like too uppity beat. Yeah. But that one was just kind of, mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. back to the question. <laughs> okay. Before we get back into more questions, um, we're just going to take a little break because I'm going to spare Diane. Hear me speak about Dame. So What's Dame? <laughs> Okay. It's a vibrator. Yeah, we can go to a break. So for my longtime listeners of shenanigans, you know that three years ago, I had never used a vibrator in my life. And if you've been following along my journey, you know that it's now a regular item in the bedroom. Dame is the newest vibrator I've gotten designed by women for women. Now, 70% of women need clitoral stimulation to have an orgasm. I am one of them, and I just learned all of this recently. So Dame has the palm, which is a soft and flexible vibrator that bends to the curves of the body. They also have this aloe lube, they have sex oil, and they have Eva, which is their first and most iconic product, let me tell you. Like the first hands-free couples vibrator designed to enhance partner play without getting in the way. So that is Brock and I's new fave obsession in the bedroom. You know, sharing pleasure during intimacy not only feels good in your body, but it can increase your emotional connection and decrease your stress levels so you can take those good feelings with you throughout your day. But in order to get there, even the most sexually motivated couples can benefit from a strategically placed buzz. Enter Dame Products. Now, right now, you can take 15% off your order at dameproducts.com with code Shay. And again, that is 15% off your order at dameproducts.com with code Shay. So we're back. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I was just going to not have your mom, you know, subjected to, to my Dame products. She asked so. about it after. Well, anyway, <laughs> back to the question. So me, Shizzo wants to know, and I saw this question come in several times. What do you think of me? I'm not just asking you to toot my own horn. Seriously, a lot of people said, what does she think of you? <laughs> and I was like, are you being rude? They are rude. <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, it was really Maybe hard when we first met because I didn't know Sheena even from the show. Yeah. Nicole knew Sheena and I have been to America and I had been to the Pride Parade and we had taken photos of the float. So each one of you were all pointed out. But as far as knowing you, okay, I knew your name at Flash. You knew you saw me but, in a parade once at Pride. But, but I never connected the dots at right. the time. So when you came out to Australia, I think more because of the past, I wanted to see how Brock was with you. It didn't matter who or what you were, you know, because I wanted to see his reaction and how he treated you and how you treat him. And that's what I was watching for, was that interaction. Yeah. And how did we go? Well, I think you love her very much. Well, that's now. But and I think did I? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Was that, what, was that, what did you think when we first met in Australia back then? I think there was something special there. Yeah. 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 When, when I picked Definitely. her up from the airport, Mum. Oh, my God. It was like out of a movie. It was wild, guys. <laughs> like, we kissed. And then I stopped. I was like, what was that? It was just so much energy or whatever it was. Like, that would be the part in the movie when it's just like a full, like, montage flash of, like, the future and, like, oh, yeah. Well, it was a good makeout session at the airport. And I'm like, we hopped in the car. I was like, we were just those guys. And I didn't see out. that. 
No. <laughs> no. And then we were driving. I was like, can I pull over and kiss you again? <laughs> yeah. And we yeah. hadn't seen each other for a few weeks. You know what I mean? It was so new in the relationship. We were, we were like, yeah, we were a little Were we even rabbit. official at that time? Well, I mean, if we weren't, we should have been. I mean, <laughs> I flew across the world. Yeah. I think that makes it kind of official, but we yeah. weren't really, were we? Yeah. No, but I love Sheena. She's, gosh, so giving and so loving. Thank you. She's a great mum from what I've seen. She puts up from the, can I say shit? Yeah. That he, that he may deliver mm-hmm. and does deliver. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. But no, I, yeah, you're a beautiful woman. Well, thank and, you. Yeah. Haley R. Adams wants to know, what is the biggest difference you see in Brock before and after being with me? He's more settled. Definitely mm-hmm. more settled. I think that's, yeah, that's a biggie. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, a big I, thing. I, I can agree with that one. I feel like, and I tell Sheena's all the time, it's like, I can do everything else now 100% because I have her behind me. So I know where, like, I call it home. <laughs> but that's my home. It's where I can go recharge. And maybe sometimes I do take advantage of that, honey. And I got to do better at recharging my home and cleaning that house, making sure it's nice and clean for me to come home to. Yeah, one thing that you also need to keep clean is your counter and bathroom and area upstairs. Like, I don't know if you saw all of the stuff on the bathroom counter that needed to be moved. He's got more products on that bench than I've got. Yeah, so there's this company called Manscaped, and they hooked Brock up with the full... The full set. I got a barbershop upstairs to the left, and it's called Manscape Corner. <laughs> it is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, y'all, if you haven't heard of it, it's called Manscaped, who is the best and below the waist grooming. Because, come on, let's be real. No one wants a guy with hairy balls. Now, you want those trimmed and clean because you just you don't want to get lost in there it's it's happened before it's not fun i think you can all agree so with manscaped they have the new performance package 4.0 which is an obsession of brock's i mean obsession is an understatement inside the package you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer crop preserver ball deodorant because you want those to smell good Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold his goodies or yours if you want to steal it. So first off, the Lawnmower 4.0. Okay, this trimmer is like the future of grooming and dare I say the greatest ball trimmer ever. Ladies, like it's so good. I'm actually, I'm thinking about getting one for myself. I mean, I laser, but they always, they just, they can't get every single spot so i'm either going to steal it from brock or i'm going to get one for myself manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your man's family jewels they recently launched the ultimate hygiene bundle for the man in your life so get him the performance package it's time to take care of the men you love by going to manscaped.com and get 20 percent off plus free shipping with code shay Get 20% off free shipping with Code Shea at manscaped.com. And again, that is 20% off. It's free shipping at manscaped.com. Code Shea. Unlock his confidence and always use the right tools for a job with Manscaped. So, yeah, keep uh, keep your counters clean, honey. I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the questions. Beck underscore Gibbo 
wants to know, and we kind of already answered this, but how did you find being away from Summer and Brock for so long? And I feel like now when you go back, it's like, now you've had them. I I feel like it's going to be so much harder for all of us. It will be very hard. I know how my other boys reacted when mom comes to visit and then I leave. It's always a tough time for the boys. I don't know what it is about the boys, but yeah. And unfortunately, Sheena, you're going to be having a tough couple of weeks or a week. Well, and get this. I'm going to be going through my own emotional time because now that I'm weaning off breastfeeding, (laughs) I have heard that the hormones are just going to be insane. So you're leaving us both in a very vulnerable state. That's right. We've got each other. Separate rooms for nine. (laughs) Can we touch base on our separate room situation? Wait, what? Can we touch base on what we do, like separate room situation? What do you mean? Well, I just want to, I mean, we're not doing it right now with mom here and all that. But before you got here, I felt like it was, it was, it's comfortable to be able to sleep in different rooms from time to time and then get back together. Is it normal in relationship to do that? I mean, I've heard other people doing that and I'm like, that's crazy. How would you not sleep in the same bed? But sometimes, so where Summer's nursery is, it's attached to our guest room. So like whenever we have guests, we put them in our room and then we take the guest room because it's close to her nursery. We can close it off and then hopefully you're not awoken by her, but I know you guys are still waking up. But um, Brock likes to sleep with the windows open. And mm-hmm. in our bedroom, we have to have the doors open. We don't have windows we can open. We can't have the doors open because the cats will go out. Salem got out one night. I, it, the door blew open. He was out. I closed it. He was out there crying. It was a whole thing. Well, there must be something so, you've got from me because I like my <laughs> windows open and the doors open. Yeah. yeah. I don't like Fresh them shut. Yeah, chill that like, box, baby. Let me get I just don't like blanket. them shut. I just don't like doors shut. I don't know why. Yeah. So Brock, when he's like hot at night and he wants to sleep with the windows open, I'm like, then you can sleep in the back room. Like, I'll just take the front room. But I also would like to sneak somewhere out of the crib when she wakes up and put her in the bed with me. So we kind of just started sleeping. Sleeping separately sometimes. I think I'm into it. I think I think but it's I'm like, like the secret for like relationships to be able to remind each other, like, hey, like we have our own space sometimes too, and we can recharge and then come back together. I'm into it. I want to see if other couples do it. And whenever we go to hotels with Summer, I make sure to get double beds because I'll sleep in one bed with her, and then he has his own bed, and then we have our own space. I mean, hey, I mean, if it works for us. It works, and I want to know if other couples do it. Comment below or let us know. Well, I'm, I, an, I'm an older couple. And we do it, but I don't, I haven't, yeah, I don't know whether it's good, bad, ugly, whatever. I think that contact is, is important. So you're going to make sure that, that you still do have that together time. And we that's still, the thing we is we do. nice together. Yeah. Yeah. I just really enjoy because sleeping solo for a hot you second. Because I think you do pull apart too much if you're not doing, if you were doing it a regular thing. Yeah. Like that's something that I noticed, say, with my husband and myself, because of our health issues, you know, one sleeps badly the other one you know i kick around the bed and stuff because of my wrist are you a wrestler are you roll around the bed too oh i move all over the place oh my on god the bed. that's where i get it from <laughs> that's where summer gets it from i'm terrible i'm terrible so to get a peaceful sleep for both of us which is really important that's what we've chosen to do but you've got to have that cuddle time because that is important yeah and that's the thing like we'll be cuddling on the couch like watching our shows together and then we go to bed separate and it's yeah. not every night but some nights he goes in his guest room with his windows open and i go in our <laughs> room and then if summer wakes up and needs to come in the bed i'm like Haha, i got her <laughs> no, you don't. Yes, I'm following a schedule and she's doing uh, great well sometimes she ends up in the bed with me yeah, after 6 a.m i'm okay 
Yeah. You did good last night, but but my sister Nicole ran in. Oh, was it Nicole? We thought it was you. <laughs> no, it was no, Nicole. because I knew you guys were on your schedule. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, Brock is still working on this sleep training Which thing. is really hard. You know how I used hard to bring it is, guys, to home. work on a sleep training program when mm-hmm. no one else wants to follow a sleep training program? No, I just want to. It very difficult. The second she cries, I just want to cuddle her and put her in my bed and go back to sleep. But I... I I know. See, I never experienced that. What you guys have had to do because you all my babies, you. all of you guys were incubator babies, so you were fed every two hours. So you would have a bottle of water, and oh. then on the next feed, you had me on the breast. So when I took you home, it was like every two hours I was feeding, and wow. I would be sitting up, and there'd be times where I'd have one, you know, have you on my boob, and I obviously have fallen asleep. <laughs> And then you wake up to you and then I'd have to swap sides. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because it was every two hours. What? It must be it was crazy. crazy being a parent back in the day. Because being a parent now, we have got the coolest stuff. And, we I mean, have we have access to the internet. Our knowledge is literally at our fingertips. Yeah, so you could, like, you could, I wonder you something. So you Google it. I feel yeah. like when you were a parent, you kind of just got told how to parent and you figured the rest out. That's wild. Yeah, was, wasn't, what was that? Like Dr. Spock or something. There was like one like book and it was like a man who oh, wrote it about yeah. how to like raise children. <laughs> Like Mom, I, I take day. my hat off to you ladies you guys do it you, what your body goes through first and foremost five before times, baby five during times. a pregnant baby and then after the baby i know yeah. y'all, I, y'all are, what this yep yeah let, let alone all the other things that come with it like stitches and, and, yeah i mean we know that and like breasts speaking and, of stitches what was that moment like for you when you realized that brock lost a finger and had all like oh my I, can, I just cannot imagine as a mother oh my god that was horrible that was that was so scary when i got told of the accident because the accident happened in the cow shed mm-hmm. and Nicole I can't, had to, to be run honestly, like i can't even gum. remember how it all tra- Nicole came ran. out Nicole was there in the shed with us and mark was like go tell his mother and she ran like forest gump through the valleys over the yeah. fences because oh the house was a minute away and we do have we did have helicopters that would come out, but the transport of the helicopter to come to the farm it was quicker for me to drive. Mm-hmm. So we went to the vet. So we drove. And <laughs> That's what he's. I was like, I don't think you mean the vet. He's like, no, the vet. <laughs> he did. He went somewhere first, and I had to meet them there. So wow. because Nicole, like you said, Nicole came to the house to let me know they were down in the milking shed and had just gone. So by the time I got to Brock, it was all wrapped up. So I'm thinking, oh, well, how yeah. bad can this be? You know, and and I'm just thinking, oh my god! You know, you're thinking all these horrible thoughts, just holding my child to. It was that and more. (laughs) Yeah, and so yeah, when the bandages were taken off, it was just like, how the heck could that have happened? Wow! And then all the questions were, why weren't you watching? Why wasn't this happening? Who wasn't watching? Four and a half year old walking on a dairy farm, and every day before that, we did that every day anyway. Yeah, unfortunately, it was that's the life. The farms. Yeah. Era. Um, yeah, but that was like Murphy's Law. Everything went wrong that day. The cover was off the gate. Like, it was all bad. Yeah. They, would, they could have been a pretty, I mean, hey, if listen. in America, there would have been a lawsuit. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well. So, that was the sad story about Brock as a kid. How about a funny one? What are, what, <laughs> what's some like, I want to know something, like, when you guys were talking about him chasing the bins naked today. I'm like, that's so on brand. Like, Brock running out after the trash man naked. Like, we didn't put the bins out. 
Like what? Yeah. Well, you've known Brock with no shirt. Yeah. Well, I've known Brock no, no clothes. <laughs> that <Same>. was quite <laughs> random. <laughs> <laughs> so that was quite, yeah, that's quite norm for him when yeah. he was little. And I remember times when I'd have to go racing out there because he'd just run around and wave to the bin man or whatever when the truck came by. But this particular one we talked about today with his sister is that he actually took the trash bag out and chased the rubbish man with no clothes on and went past all her girlfriends. And so she just <laughs> bawled her eyes. She was so embarrassed. <laughs> so embarrassed. Oh, my God. I, so I, we were, I remember that. I kind of remember that. But all I remember was like, who didn't take your trash out? And I was like, somebody stuffed up. And <laughs> it wasn't going to be me that day, I'll tell you what. <laughs> jumped out of that bad boy, grabbed it, and ran down that street. Yeah. But I don't really remember like having a conversation with the bin man. Like, hey, you forgot my trash. <laughs> all I remember is like, you forgot my trash. You're yeah. running, but that's it. But the incident that I recall, where he was much littler, and he used to, wander around in the yard and I mean we've got a big yard it's not small you've got a whole farm on one side so yeah it's not like everyone can see um but whenever someone drove up that way that was the first where's Brock (laughs) where's Brock I mean, I feel like if you got space to roam, why do you have to wear, like, I don't want someone to wear clothes. I mean, have fun. Oh, it's the best way to she toilet loves, train. I know. She also loves being naked. But I'm like, kid, you got to put a nappy on. <laughs> yeah. Can't just, like, every time you've let her just, like, go, you know, nudie time, she poops or she pees. It's like, it's always, you know? I mean, I know. But I mean, I'm down to let her go nudie time more. <laughs> And those little cheeks. When she has the diaper rash, yes, you know, she needs her little nudie time. Uh, Corey Lou wants to know, what is one or several things that you are proud of Brock for? One or several? One or several. Thanks, so bro. if there's just one, you know, but kidding. <laughs> I'm proud of Brock for a lot of things that he's done in his life. He's, he's a fighter. If he wants to mm-hmm. do something... He's going to go for it. And 100%. he's not going to take any negativism from anyone. <laughs> A.K.A. Joanna Marichina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, when he wanted to play in a football team, a particular team, he decided that he wanted to be in the football house with the boys because you have to be in certain living areas to be able to be in certain teams. So he decided, okay, well, I can't be in the football house because there's no room in there yet. The, va- the vacancies weren't up. You would. No room in there. <laughs> Think outside the box. So that's exactly what he did. He got a cardboard box and he caved in all around the bottom and he slept in that. I built, I built me a house out of a garage, uh, a bed out of a garage door. And it was wow. like a big like pull-up door and I used that as the base and I put block <laughs> underneath it, four uh-huh. of them. And I put my mattress on top of that and then around, because all the Australian houses, the house where that was, it had a under. Uh, it was on stilts, like ten foot stilts. Yeah. So it was a massive underneath space, like underneath the I house. I remember but you just, telling me about that. It's just empty. So I was like, "Hey, boys, like our rent would be forty dollars a week if I moved in downstairs, and I'll build the walls up there until the room comes upstairs." So I did that for a period of time. Yeah. <laughs> and it was also because like I didn't want to driving from mum's house to the rugby was like already an hour and a half, yeah. the opposite direction of everything else I did anyway. So. Mm-hmm. But a story that was with a neighbour that was next door because they actually were demolishing all those houses to do a whole new system there with the motorway and that. Oh, and we, had a mad, Brock, we, we had a mad going away party at that house. <laughs> Until we realised we had a demo party and then we realised with all the rugby boys, then we realised that they were just taking our house off the stilts and moving it. <laughs> and we oh, my God. I didn't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, it was like... 
oh, that was bad that time. We found out that we, you lost your deposit and we realized we only lost 180 bucks each. <laughs> we were like, oh. <laughs> but one of, the, one of the cool stories was there was a lady that was in the street. She lived in the home, I believe, on her own. Mm. And Brock had spent some time talking to her and had organized all the footy boys to go in and help her pack. Because she was she a hoarder. Would, yeah. Oh. She, but she was an old hoarder. It was all of her husband's family stuff and she was by herself. I remember oh. that. And that's the kind of things Brock does. Mm-hmm. He does. He will give the shirt off his back. He will give. Literally, he's done that uh, for my friends. Oh, my God. He will <laughs> He will use that credit card and swipe it for everything that the family needs. Until and it not gets even declined. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Do you but, know this, <laughs> but this one he did with the this lady who he didn't even really know. She was just a neighbor who used to put up with these boys next hey, door. I just remember, I remember seeing her moving out. I was like, Do you need any help? She's like, Because obviously we're all moving out. Yeah. Yeah. So I, got, I just asked the boys to help me out and we just uh, moved around. I, but it was pretty special because it ended up on the public news. Oh, yeah. What the boys had done. Wow. Look at that. So it was pretty cool. So that's what my son's about. Yeah. That kind of answers, murmurs, underscores, question is what was one thing you'd like to know about Brock? So, yeah, he's very giving. Very. Thank Too you. much. And he is the most driven person I've ever met in my entire yes. life. Like, he does not quit. Oh, when he tells me of his ideas, I sit on the other end of the phone. I go, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not the only one. And oh, my I'm God. I'm just going, you were spinning my head out. I and, know. I'm like, honey, I, I can't comprehend all this right now, but it sounds great. But, like, he's always, <laughs> always going, always thinking. I feel like it. I think about everything and I get to the end you point do. before everybody else. And I'm sitting there waiting for you guys to catch up. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm like, come on, guys. Much. Catch up. And catch we're just up, going, Yeah, we're just going, okay, well, if that's where you want to go, that's fine. Because <laughs> I don't know. You lost me on the first sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say has been your highlight of this trip? We've done so oh, much. Summer. We've done Vegas. <laughs> well, yeah, summer. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, you can't really compete <laughs> with that. I was going to say, you know, we did Vegas, stage trip, duh, summer. summer. Of course, summer wins. Summer. Yeah. Summer. I... I mean, I know we're getting married in a few months, so we'll see you again then. But then yeah. we really, we got to just like make this more regular. We there'll can't a do a... Month, there'll be a couple of months. We'll see you again for the wedding. Yeah. And then it'll be a couple of months and we'll see you again once we I wrap up. I think these guys forget how old I am. <laughs> well, we will be but definitely we will be definitely trying to see. Mom, you, you, you got plenty more miles under that tank. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> even we just did acupuncture for you for the first oh, time with Monica. Awesome. And she even said... Such good things about you. She so, did. Yeah. You got She's You got courage. You're strong. Yeah. You'll be fine. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything on the podcast, but boy, go see her if you've got oh, any yeah. issues. No, absolutely. I, she... I shout her out on this podcast all the time. Monica uh, Foytzik at The Switch yeah. in San Diego. She is the best. For in San Diego. sure. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Cool. I think when I, so when I, if I told the story or not, when I first met Monica, I was like, I met her out and she's like, yeah, I do acupuncture. I was like, here we go. I was like, yeah, I'll give it a go. <laughs> And then I went in there and then I, and I went in through the day. And then that evening I drove past her work. I pulled over, got out of the, off the bike and was like, hey, just so you know, I feel phenomenal right now. Yeah. yeah. And she put one of those ticks in me and all that. And I was like, I just feel really good. Uh-huh. And I wanted to let her know that. And then ever since then I was like, okay, I'm a believer in this. Like she's, yeah. there's something, but she's also spent years training for it too. Instead yeah. of these like PTs that just chuck needles in you. Yeah. Well, her treatment was more than just the needles. She did a combination of everything Mm -hmm. um, that she, well, some of the things that she could do because she couldn't do everything because of where I come from. And we needed to make sure that my GP would be um, comfortable with or whether it was appropriate for me to be able to use some of the things. So I'm excited to have him 
give his okay so that I can get into her Chinese herbs. Well, who knows yeah. what the future holds, mum. Hopefully <laughs> it's uh, less work and more play for you so you can enjoy the golden miles in front of you it instead be of be working. So that's it a goal. That's good. always been yeah. a goal. And maybe this year might be a really good year for the family. That's my goal anyway. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, I think we should wrap up this podcast and enjoy the rest of our last night. And see yeah. We got bonfires Bonfire. outside, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Hooray. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me.